Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. I'm your host, longtime astrologer, psychic, healer, and yogi, Jill Jardine. In today's episode, we're going to discuss chakras, the body's energy centers, with chakra specialist Sarah Adams of Scorpio Rising Consulting. So you're going to want to tune in and learn all about the chakra system. Hey listeners, great news, Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine is now a live radio show on Boston South Shore, WATD 95.9 FM and streaming live on 959WATD.com on Monday nights at 8 p.m. East Coast time. And you can call into the studio at 781-837-4900 for mini readings. So tune in. Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. In today's episode, I'm excited to introduce you to my special guest, Sarah Adams of Scorpio Rising Intuitive Consulting, which offers professional tarot and astrology, as well as channeling Reiki and chakra work. And today, Sarah is going to share her wisdom on the chakras, the body's energy centers. Sarah has been practicing tarot and astrology and doing various kinds of readings since 2001. In addition to offering guidance to clients via private readings, parties, fundraisers, events, and workshops, Sarah is also a writer, full-time marketing professional, and most importantly, a mom. She lives with her three daughters in their home in Plymouth, Mass., where they love to cook, do arts and crafts, garden, swim, and occasionally do family yoga. Sarah, my guest, is such a Renaissance woman. Hello, Sarah. Happy to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. So my clients may or may not know what the chakras are. Sure. Do you want to explain a little bit before we dive in? Just a little surface, and then I want to hear about how you started doing your chakra work. Sure. So um, everybody has heard the term or the idea that like everything is energy. You know, down to the quantum physics level, everything is made up of atoms and particles, which is energy. Right. Well, we as humans, you know, our physical body is dense energy, but we know that our emotions also, even though they might not be tangible, they are an energy force and that we have a soul, a spirit. So the idea with the chakras it's we have a mind, body, and spirit that are all part of us. Yes. We're, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And these chakras are the energy centers that run from the base of our spine to the crown of our head. Each center, um, you know, it's kind of like a spinning vortex of energy. And it rules kind of a different area of our health or our life. You know, if a certain chakra is blocked, we can figure out like the corresponding maybe emotions or physical ailments that are being caused by that blockage. And and I'll go through it from root to crown, these seven chakras, which are energy centers. But to kind of get your audience's mind wrapped around this, This is a holistic metaphysical view of our energy system. And and just remember that this is an energy system like within us in the center of our body, 
but it's energy. You know, there's corresponding organs, which we right, can get right. into. Right, right, and the glandular system, too. Yeah, and the endocrine and the meridian. Right, lines. right. So people don't who don't understand the energy system, it's not going to show up on an x-ray, but like the meridians in Chinese medicine, you can affect major physical and emotional changes by working with it, correct? Sure, and once you learn your chakras, you know, you're learning that holistic perspective that if you're out of alignment spiritually or feel like if you're not connected to your higher self or you just feel like kind of like a gap in your soul or feel lost, that spiritual unalignment can affect you emotionally and then the emotional imbalance can manifest physically. And I'm not telling people this so they'll like worry about it. Like it's like don't worry about it, it's happening anyways. Right. Once you become aware of your energy system, it's helping you to realize that you are empowered, you can do the self-work, um, and we'll go through it later in the show, but between meditation, visualization, breath work, you know, chanting or sounding the chakras, there's a number of different ways to balance them. That's and great. it's sometimes You'll, as simple as doing a self-scan. Right. So you're going to share some of these techniques. Yes. And what I like, what I hear you saying, what I like the listeners to know is that like, this is another form of self-healing. Exactly. I mean, we have medicine, we have alternative forms of healing. Doing the chakra system work is another form of self-healing. And with that, I want to ask you, Sarah, when did you first start doing your chakra work or exploring this as a healing system? Almost 20 years ago, when I was 19, I learned my chakras and how to balance them. And honestly, Jill, for the first time in my life, like be in my body, if that makes sense. So I was a teenager. I was having a difficult time figuring out who I was. And I felt kind of lost and ungrounded and had some self-worth issues and kind of like lack of boundaries. So learning my own chakras and my own energy, it, not was, it wasn't just a study on self. It was the first time I realized the difference between feeling flighty and then what it felt like to be grounded and have all my chakras balanced. And furthermore, I also felt for the first time the boundary around my aura, and it made me realize that I'm not just being aware of my own energy, it's being aware of others and then separating. So it helped you to have better boundaries than with other people. Yeah, because I was actually like absorbing other people's negative toxic energy and holding it in like some of my lower chakras. Yeah, a lot of people who are empaths tend to have that problem. And a lot of people not knowing that they have the gifts of empathy hang on to a lot of other people's energy. So this is a great technique to kind of purge other people's energy from within or from your field, correct? Sure, absolutely. And even to raise the perspective up a little more big picture, it's like whether you're focusing on the chakras or just working on your energy system, what I encourage people to be aware of is to be self-aware of your own energy. And then you can take this knowledge to kind of help 
you know, create a practice for yourself. Right. And when you say energy, you mean like the combination of the physical, the hormonal, the emotional, um, any kinds of ups and downs people feel, feelings, and knowing, knowing what's yours and that maybe you're being triggered by something yourself and knowing what is other people's. This will help you distinguish. Fascinating. When we come back, Sarah Adams, my guest, is going to share the basic principles of the chakra system. On these warm summer evenings, don't you feel like kicking back and having a nice glass of wine to unwind? But you can't stand the pesticides and fillers and wine headaches you get from most wine. Let me tell you about Scout and Cellar Clean Crafted Wine. Scout and Cellar is organic, clean crafted, always free of synthetic pesticides and chemical additives and sweeteners. Try this delicious pure wine straight from the grape to your glass. You can order it at www.scoutandcellar.com backslash Jill Jardine. Welcome back. My guest today is Sarah Adams, chakra specialist, and she's going to share the basic principles of the chakra system. Thank you, Jill. Um, I'm really excited to share some basic concepts with people so that you all can empower yourself. I do think this is relevant right now. We live in chaotic times and we don't have control of the external world, but we do have control of ourselves, our thoughts, our feelings, and I'm here to say even our energy vibration. So, great point, great point. <laughs> it starts with self, as above, so below, as within, so without. So you, the chakra system, if we want to start with the bottom chakra, it's called, um, often referred to as the base or the root chakra. This is your lower part of your energy system, grounding and connecting you to the earth. It's also your primal self, your survival instinct. People who come to me and I find that they need base chakra work, they may have issues in these areas, you know, survival, security, it could be sexual things going on, or they might just be someone who people treat like a doormat and walk all over. I'm going to have them work on grounding, getting into their base root chakra, and the color associated that with that is red. So visualizing red in the lower part of your energy system or wearing red right. it, or a garnet is like very helpful for grounding. This is the money chakra too, referred to as the money chakra. The money and sex chakra, very important, right? Yes. Also, um, you can, you know, even like eat foods correlated with this chakra to help you ground. Oh yeah, there was a book out called The Rainbow Diet that came out in the 70s, which is all about eating the foods, the color of the chakra. So like reddish eggplants and tomatoes and things for the root. Yeah. Yeah, And like I'm... You know, for people who do eat meat, like red meat is the quickest way to ground eating red meat, like the caveman diet. They were in their base chakras. Survival. Exactly. And then we go up to, um, oh, and by the way, if you don't like meat, red beans are fine. (laughs) That's right. And, Um. (laughs) And that area covers like the whole fight or flight, the legs. Yes. From the navel down through the legs and the feet. And a lot of people right now on the planet, I noticed, are having a lot of issues in their legs, their hips, their feet, their low spine. I think it's related to moving forward. I do too. And I think also like 
the planet in general is having a vibrational energy shift. On That's another right. in another talk, Jill and I could get into like the new age and astrological shifts. But again, that's why I'm saying on so many levels, our world is shifting, going through change. Part of revolution can be chaos, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. I actually want you to like not think about those things. And And just get centered in your root (laughs) and then move up to your second chakra. Yes. So um, the spleen or sacral chakra, which by the way, these are like we mentioned before, they're energy centers, but they're actually also related, correlated to actual physical parts of your body. That's right, that's right. So the spleen chakra, your spleen. This is the center in your body that holds your feelings, your emotional needs, but these are like deep security, not even necessarily conscious emotions. This is like, if we're thinking Maslow's a hierarchy, and we all want to be Maslow's hierarchy, right? Right. We stop at the base, start at the base, we have our root-based chakra needs filled, survival. Survival. Then love and acceptance is the second tier, and we're moving up towards self-actualization at the top of the pyramid. Beautiful. So with this second chakra, which is an orange color that you'd want to focus on right below your belly button, but above your, you know, base pelvis area and you know it's also related to joy pleasure um, and there can be some addictions and attachments there so it's kind of like if someone came to me and was describing certain issues I'd scan their energy system and if we needed to do some work on the spleen I'll get into that later like what I actually do with clients but so I that's just, more of the addictive center. I could see that because it is close enough to, it's all the sex, the sexual yeah. organs, but also the spleen is how people process food. So food addictions mm-hmm. would be sugar that second. Sugar is a big sugar, thing. And assimilation, I think too, digestion. I think too also, if your base is off, or let's just go like quick, like psych 101, like, you know, deep rooted issues. If someone maybe had a horrible childhood experience and then their base chakra is like really didn't form right or damaged because that base chakra is formative years, your survival needs as a child. Exactly. So that as an adult could throw off your spleen where you're turning to sugar or alcohol or even sex addiction to kind of fill something. And I don't mean to go to the dark side of this subject, but we all have this shadow self and we all have these sides of ourselves that we maybe don't like right being aware of our chakras it makes it more of an energy thing an objective so it's not about blame it's not about pain it's about being aware and clearing it right balancing and and you make a good point the chakras have their optimal manifestation or presentation where first chakras in play you feel secure financially emotionally you're moving forward on the earth Or if it's out of balance, you're going to be insecure. You're going to always be worried about money. Same with the second chakra. You have the balanced and imbalanced presentation of the chakras. So then we move up to third. And um, I just wanted to um, say one last thing to piggyback on that. I want everybody to feel good about themselves, whether their chakras are balanced or not. (laughs) Um, Just so we're spiritual beings having a human experience just by being born we became traumatized. Just by being incarnated into these physical bodies on this planet of lessons, we 
become damaged. So this is about reconnecting with yourself, reconnecting with your higher self, and reconnecting right. with source through working your own energy system. Well, I mean, the way that my gurus explain it is that the body is the vehicle for enlightenment. It's the vehicle for the soul. So you have to be embodied and in the body, both physically and the energetic body. And that's what you're teaching us about today, the energy body. Exactly. And that's why I started the whole conversation with mind, body, spirit. So we're understanding there's a connection between all and there's different layers to, you know, what makes us up physically, emotionally, spiritually. Moving on, we did the first chakra, base chakra, second chakra, spleen. So red, orange, solar plexus is the third that is yellow and it's above your belly button it rules your pancreas stomach small intestines this is actually it's the center chakra it's still lower but it's a mental energy about control oh, willpower wow. control over self versus others so this is where i'm going to go back to how i introduced this in a chaotic world that we have no control over what can we do? When you feel like you're getting sucked in and you want to be reactive and all of a sudden like you're, you're um, upset, you're thrown off, stop, take a deep breath, close your eyes, and if you can sit Indian style and center into your will because you don't have control over others of the world, but you do have control how you react or non-react. Right, and it's interesting you said breathe in because the lower part of the lungs go into that third chakra and the diaphragm is there, the, the mechanism for breathing. Right. So breathing and putting your hands on that solar plexus chakra, imagining the yellow color or mm -hmm. gold will totally help balance you. And all you need to do is take 10 breaths and you reset yourself. Exactly. And if you think about it, um, people who are angry and combative and confrontational, they're not in their center because they're not even seeing themselves. It's, it's projecting. They're projecting something that they're upset and have no control over. Right. But if we stop and go within to our center, there's no need to project. There's no need to react. You sit with yourself and maybe something or someone else triggered you, but look within to what was the root cause? Right. Re recalibrate, recenter. It, it, they say anger is like drinking poison. It's only hurting yourself. So this is, again, what I'm challenging people to do in difficult times. Myself every day is stop and observe right. and then look within and then work it out. Breathe. <laughs> Solar plexus, interesting too, is it's the will center. So there's a lot of people who, who lack the will for completing projects, it's also confidence. So by wearing the uh, yellow, they can be more empowered, correctly? It's a power yes, chakra. It is. But right use of power. Exactly. Okay, moving to the fourth chakra. Um, so moving up. Oh, and I just wanted to mention one thing, which you know, Jill, the solar plexus center willpower chakra is also associated with the sun, which oh, yes. is our source of light, but also in astrology, our sun sign is our identity. So it really all correlates. Yes, absolutely. Moving up to the heart chakra, this is obviously our heart organ. It's also our thymus. It can affect breathing, lungs, and this is a green chakra, and the energy is about, ideally, the highest vibration of the chakra is about unconditional love. Beautiful. So what I just talked about, about finding your center, now I'm going to challenge you to go one up into your heart 
and breathe from a place of unconditional love. And there are actually, now I'm not an expert on this, but there are actually like research centers in Europe. There's a whole institute about breathing from the heart center. Right, at heart math. And then there's, yes. um, Krishnadas has done a lot of research with, I believe it is heart math too, on chanting mantra and watching how it changes blood pressure, heartbeats, and other heart-related physical symptomology. Amazing stuff. It is the future of medicine. Heart. Right. And, you know, if I could... if I could leave people with these simple principles and even if they don't remember everything else, like if you can just go within and breathe from your heart chakra and feel the feeling of centeredness, peace, alignment, and wholeness, once you capture that feeling and figure out how to go back there, you can go back there as much or as little as you need to. I have days where I do my chakras every day, and then I have weeks where it's like once or twice a week I'm really doing the work, and the rest of the time I'm doing quick little you know, quick tips that I have I'll share at the end. Okay, and so somebody who feels like that they... The emotional piece could be somebody who doesn't feel loved or somebody who is feeling hopeless or helpless, or they're not being supported in relationships because the heart chakra is really a relationship chakra as well as relationship to self. They could do things like wear green. Yeah. And you're going to share some affirmations when we come back. Sure. So we're going to come back and discuss the three higher chakras. Sarah, can you tell us about the throat chakra? I Well, I would love to use my throat chakra to speak to you right now about the throat chakra. I um, started as that was coming out, so maybe I need to clear mine. It is your thyroid center, um, your neck, you know, a little bit your sinuses, and it's about having a voice and speaking your truth. That's really the high note of your throat chakra. If there's a block, there can be hard, you know, maybe some Tauruses have a hard time, you know, the throat chakra rules Tauruses, communicating feelings or thoughts. But anyways, and that's another discussion for another day, there is a astrological sign that corresponds with each chakra. The point is, if you need healing in your throat chakra, it could be speaking up, or I reference Taurus, I'm a Taurus who had to learn for like 20 years to speak less and listen more. Oh, so it could be the opposite. Yeah. Like it, so it's the balancing of when to speak and when not to speak and yeah. what you speak. And where the thyroid's tied into it, I notice that a lot of women end up getting thyroid issues when they get up into their 40s and 50s. And working with a lot of them myself, I find that at some point in their life, they were show, told to like put up and shut up, mm-hmm. or they were married to men who were overly controlling or mm-hmm. being the ones in charge, so they couldn't speak up. And so then there's this revolution that happens when people start getting into their 40s and 50s where the throat chakra opens, where with men, it tends to be the blockage is more of the heart yes. traditionally. And this is societal stuff as well as personal. Right, and so, I'm, I'm glad you used that example because... Um, you know, I do find like I could work on a male client who knows nothing about the chakras or spirituality and, you know, he's naturally in his base and his lower chakras as just by being physically incarnated as a man in this society, you're given authority, power, control. So, you know, I might have guys like with anger issues or they're too much about sex and I'm helping them 
open up their heart chakra and their third eye and get more intuitive. And um, that's a good segue to like go up more. So we talked about the throat and I've had a lot of women like post-divorce say like, I'm finding my voice. Yes, that's It's that classic. kind of idea. However, sometimes having a voice and being centered in your truth might be that you don't need to say anything because you just know your truth. Exactly. So it's like whatever work you need on your heart chakra, that's something for you to look within during meditation and when you're you know, doing your chakras, which I'll teach you at the end, or even just look in your life. Each chakra leads to the next. So we've got base survival, spleen, um, love and belonging, the solar plexus willpower, heart, you know, back to emotion and self-love, and then throat speaking your truth and having a voice. Well, then part, the next part is, you know, going up to the third eye chakra. So throat's blue, third eye chakra's purple. And that is your pituitary gland, your hypothalamus, your eyes, even your nervous system. This is where we have clairvoyance, where we visualize and get inspirations that we want to manifest in the physical world. So psychic, subtle awareness, and this... Inner vision, correct? Like yes. Clairaudience, clairsentience, clairvoyance, claircognitives, all third eye pineal gland. Yeah, and this is something like, if you go back to ancient Egypt... Um, the eye of Taurus, I mean, the eye of Horus is, it looks exactly like the hypothalamus. Wow. So it's like the Egyptians knew from doing their autopsies that um, the hypothalamus actually looked like this third Right, it looks eye. like a, a, an eye. The it has eye a, a lens and everything. And that leads us to the crown. The crown chakra. So the crown chakra is pink, and it really connects us to like universal energy source, higher self, God, the I am presence. And it's also almost like a portal for the inflow and outflow of energy. So if we go back since the dawn of time, whatever religion you are, whatever creation story, if we were created by God or a higher power, then in a way, like we're divine vessels of light, right? right? We connect our bodies, connect heaven and earth, as I started this with, as above, so below. So our crown chakra, if we are connected to source, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, meditating, praying that our, our chakras are balanced and aligned in the right color and, you know, that our energy system's really clear... In a way, as we're doing that, we're naturally channeling and bringing in divine light and high vibration energy through our crown that then flows through us. Right. I think a great example, another Taurus, of an open crown chakra is the Buddha. The crown chakra is called the Sahasrara in Sanskrit. And if you ever see those pictures of Buddha and you see the actual thousand petal lotus of yes. the crown, that's what that almost like um, cap is that he has on or crown, but it's the thousand petal lotus. And he was a Taurus who received enlightenment because his crown chakra opened and he connected to source. And that's what we all want, isn't it? Well, in embodiment. When we come back, Sarah is going to share some techniques.
Hey, Sarah, can you give my listeners a quick technique on how they can activate their chakras, maybe with sound? Sure. I'm actually going to go over several different ways to activate your chakras. And um, they're very simple, and you can do any combination. So um, to start, I like to sit cross-legged if I can, as you would at the beginning or end of a yoga class. Sit cross-legged, and if you put your palms down on your knees, that kind of grounds you, but then, you know, take a deep breath, flip them over. I do palms up so I'm receiving energy, all right? And I'm naturally, like, opening my crown. I ask my guides to open my crown, and I just sit there, and I'm ready to go, okay? Okay. So a way to, like, physically, with a sound vibration activate your chakras is to do the sounds. So I'm going to start and I guess I'm going to do my chakras for you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. First of all, I'm breathing, centering. I'm asking to bring in the highest vibration of white light. Each chakra is a different color, but the point is through my crown chakra, I want to connect to my higher self, my guides, my angels, the universe, God, doesn't matter what religion you are. We're just working with energy here, people. But the point is I'm connecting with a higher source and then channeling it through. So now I'm going to start with my base and go up through my spleen, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, and then crown. Okay? So lam, vam, ram, yam, ham, om. So and then the crown chakra is silent. If you want to, maybe you want to do your chakras silent. You you know, you just don't feel comfortable sounding. You're sounded once, but now you want to kind of, you know, visualize and do a meditation. That's when I would recommend uh, color, breath, visualization. And, you know, as you go up to each chakra, you know, your base, you're going to visualize red and the red flowing down your feet, connecting you to Mother Earth, Gaia to the natural biorhythms of the planet that ground us and root us um, so that we're in our body. Um, And then, you know, you breathe in, breathing in the highest vibration of light and filling that chakra and then exhaling, actually visualize exhaling gray energy or whatever needs to be let go of. You might have some energy signatures in your base chakra that you didn't even know you were carrying. Inhaling highest vibration of light, visualizing that red, exhaling what no longer serves you. And then you're going to go up each chakra, again, spleen, orange, solar plexus, yellow, heart, green, highest vibration of light, throat, blue, third eye, violet, and then your crown is, you know, the brightest white light or a pink. As you're doing this, you can... You can and should always put yourself in a bubble of white light. However you want to visualize it, you're working your inner energy system, but also asking that your aura and energy field is protected. Another way to do the chakras is to just say the Sanskrit names. So those go from base to crown. Those are, so now I'm going to sound the chakras in a different way. Maladhara, Svarasvana, Manipura, Anahata, Vishuddha, Ajna, Sahasrara. And when I get to Sahasrara, I always feel like exaltation. So that's You did great with the Sanskrit. Thank you. And now 
I want to talk about mantras. And I think that this is a beautiful way to kind of wrap this up because once you hear the mantras I do for each um, chakra. Affirmations. Chakra or, uh, yes, thank you, affirmations that I do for each chakra, you'll understand what the chakra means to me and, you know, kind of what it means for you, what you're working on, okay? So I'm going to go through each affirmation starting with the base, ending with the crown. Okay, so base chakra. I am grounded. Spleen chakra, I am safe. Solar plexus chakra, I am centered. Heart chakra, I am unconditional love. Or you can say, I am healed. Throat chakra, I speak my truth. Third eye chakra, I am intuitive. Crown chakra, I am connected to my higher self and the universe, or God, however you want to say it. Beautiful, Sarah. Thank you for sharing those very powerful techniques for connecting with chakras. Go back and listen to these and do them. Doing all three of those could take somebody only five minutes, and there they are. They're aligned and centered. My guest has been Sarah Adams, healer, intuitive, psychic, astrologer, and chakra expert. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome, Jill. Thank you so much for having me on. Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. Remember to download this episode and all the episodes of the podcast. Like it and give it a five-star review. Tune into my radio show on Monday nights and check out my new website, jilljardineastrology.com and book a reading. This is Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine signing off and sending you chakra healing vibrations through the quantum field. (laughs) 